0: It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I'm Bill Knight. Well, it's Friday. That's a good
0: thing. And you made it back from your jaunt up to Boston. I'm glad you're back at uh, your base camp.
1: Yeah, it was a good ride, but you know, anytime you come back and you go away, uh, for whatever reason, you fire everything up and it's been sitting there going,
0: oh, we missed you, so we're not (laughs) going to work right. You know what's amazing, Bill? You hook everything up the exact same way that you hooked it up when you, you know... Left, yeah, and it does happen to you on your trip, and it doesn't work. Yeah, it's like they're gremlins in there, I guess. You know, it happens, yeah. Um, the gremlins, I don't know if I uh, see when I'm shooting it. I guess the big news is we lost Queen Elizabeth yesterday. Yeah, did you hear about that? Um, professor from Carnegie Mellon. Well, I have the story here. I, I gotta, I gotta read you. Uh, do you have the line? I have the line here that she said, This is amazing. This is a lady who. Is teaching your children, folks. She's a professor. Her name is Yuju Anya. And she wrote... uh, And I don't understand why people have a compulsion to write stuff like this on the internet. Even if they feel this way, you wonder what makes her think that she has to put it out there so the whole world can hear how vile she is. Um, this, This lady, this professor, Yuju Anya, wrote... On Twitter, I heard the chief monarch of the thriving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. That's what she wrote. Yeah. May her pain be excruciating. This is a professor. You know, you're paying to go to Carnegie Mellon tons and tons of money. Big college. Yep, probably costing you 60000 70000 a year to send your kid there. Bare and, minimum, yeah. And then you get someone like her feeding information into your child's brain. Uh, yeah, I thought, you know, that was
1: tacky. I mean, you, you could say a lot of things uh, about uh, the queen, and, and there are people out there that say, well, she was a good person. There are people that say, yeah, she wasn't a good person. But you know what? That's beside the point now.
0: Mm. And it really, all of that is moot. You know, On the surface, she seemed to be uh, a good lady. On the surface. I mean, we don't know what anyone is really like behind the scenes, do we? No, we don't. No. But uh, she seemed to perform the duties in a dignified uh, and classy way. And I know that the country is is hurting. I mean, you could see. Did you see the picture yesterday at Buckingham Palace? There was a huge crowd out there. And... They were mourning her death, the flowers and everything against the, uh, the the wall, the fence to the palace, and right over the palace is a perfect rainbow. A perfect rainbow. You know, it's almost like, uh, I mean, if you are a, a believing person, it was a divinely placed symbol. I know that sounds crazy, but in, and you can look online. You can see pictures of it, which reminded me of what happened when President Trump was speaking in Wilkesbury last weekend. At key points in his speech, and I can't hear you again, Bill, but in key points in the speech, thunder was, was heard in the background. <laughs> it was like it was like it was highlighting uh, the key points in his speech. Uh, my, my cohort and crying for some reason, his microphone is cut out. So you got just me folks for a while until his mic gets back. Other things that happened, Cameras caught Joe Biden. I think you're back, Bill. Cameras caught Joe. Nope, you're not back. Cameras caught Joe Biden when he was visiting the uh, British Embassy in Washington. He walks in, and he looks like a tired, sick man. He's doddering into the British Embassy, being accompanied by the First Lady. And he sits down, and he says... Can I write a message? And this is the president of the United States. A message to what? To to on the on the guest book. He was putting his condolences in the guest book for the queen, and they said, "Of course, Mister President." You know the the British embassy official. So when when the, he gets approval, he reaches into his vest pocket and pulls out a card and puts it. And he does it kind of like he's sneaking it, almost like a kid who is sneaking the answers into a test and he puts it on the the book, and he starts to copy what has already been written down for him. He didn't write, it wasn't extemporaneous. He wanted to make sure that he got everything right, and somebody else had put it down on paper for him, and he was just writing it down in the guest book. And it was kind of sad. You know, when you see things like that, you know that there's some people... Pushing his buttons and telling him what to do, including the first lady. It's she, very sad, but. She's in on this. Oh, absolutely. Jill pulls all the strings. You know, he's probably getting injections of uh, funny juice before he goes up and gives speeches like he did last uh, week
1: in yeah, Philadelphia. He's not so funny with that juice that are giving him. He's a mean, vile person. Yeah. His, uh, his latest, uh, he's, he's rallying the Democrats to hate us.
0: And that's what he's doing. Yeah. He said, if you vote for a Republican, you can expect a civil war. He said this yesterday in a speech. I don't know whether I have you back or not. or whether I lost
1: you. Yeah, I'm it. here. No, no, no. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about that because I'm thinking about things I've heard people say, mm-hmm. commentators and everything, and they go, well, there's not going to be a civil war. I, I, now, I'm not so sure about that. There, there may be, but it's not going to be made by us. It's going to be made by them. But Mm -hmm. the one thing that they do say, you know, is, is we're being vilified and, and we're being divided, but you know, you hear all this stuff and you see all this stuff and you go, wow, man, it's really bad. But yet we leave our homes and everything between us as people is pretty much fine. Mm -hmm. It is them that, that are creating this storyline of negativity. Yeah. And all the fighting
0: and division. And at some point in time, it's going to become reality. But what he's doing is he's, he's scaring the electorate. He's saying, if you vote for a Republican, you're going to have a war. And, and never in our history has a president ever gone out in front of the public and literally told them that, uh, if you don't vote for us, you know, their bullets are going to be flying amazing. Even during the Civil War times, the president didn't go out there. Lincoln didn't go out there and say, vote this way or we're going to be, you know, shooting at each other. It was the other side that started it. North didn't secede from the South. It was the South that seceded from the North. So it wasn't the president doing it. It was the people who were against what that administration stood for. Another thing I thought was interesting, you can appreciate this, Bill, because you have a son who's, I believe, in the... Pennsylvania State Police, Uh, Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. Governor Tom Wolf is outraged over President Trump's photo with the PA state troopers. I guess when he was in town last weekend, he took a big group picture of Pennsylvania State Police standing around him, and I guess he just didn't like that because he he doesn't care for President Trump, and he thought that that was uh, inappropriate, but it's too late. The picture's taken, and it's already out there.
1: Yeah, but you know what? The Democrats will go after the uh, the troopers that took the pictures because uh, there's some kind of thing that they got going on that you can only approved photos uh, can be taken of uh, the men in blue and the the state troopers.
0: Well, I mean, what do you do when the picture's taken and it's already out? Uh, you know, it's, done. it's not a damn thing. That's it. It's in the can, man. <laughs> and I think the state troopers probably figure. Uh tough cookies. What are you gonna do? You're gonna take us off the road? Who's gonna get your your speeders? Who's going to chase up and down the PA turnpike? Huh? if you don't have us, you're you got nobody. You'll have the highway department doing that. Let's see, other things that are going on. You heard about the appeal, I guess. They're appealing Judge Aileen Cannon's decision to allow a supermaster. In the yeah. uh, Justice Department case? Well,
1: why would they want someone to sit there and look
0: over all the documents <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> that's true? I know. You gotta yeah. you gotta love it. I mean, why and, would they want an honest evaluation? Oh my goodness, yes.
1: And they're going to do that, and they're actually vilifying her and saying she's stupid, that she made mistakes. I I read that. That they're yeah. saying, Well, she made a lot of mistakes, that you know, rookie mistakes. I'm going, This woman's no rookie. She took her
0: time to make sure that what she wrote. Joe DeGeneva, who was a former uh, prosecutor, U.S. attorney, uh, he said that uh, Judge Cannon's decision was spot on, very professional. But they have to do this. They have to do this. And President Trump issued a tweet. I don't have it. But he issued a tweet last night saying, hey, look, at, by doing this, it's going to cost literally millions of dollars of government money to appeal this. Because you're going to have staffs of lawyers and there's going to be people traveling. I mean, it's going to cost a bundle just to appeal her decision. But they don't care because it's not their money. It's the people's money. It's your money. Well, they got a big shoe that's about to
1: fall. It's actually falling right now. I think I sent you a text last night Mm -hmm. about it and how I discovered it. Is you know I was I was coming home and I said yeah I might want to stop by you know a little quick mart or something like that a dollar general mm-hmm. and get a few things because I've been gone for two weeks you know so there's one there's a brand new one been open maybe six months right down the road from where I am and I I pull up it's you know quarter of seven at night and all of a sudden signs on the door closed since three thirty five today staffing problem i thought wow wow you know now they went through a manager there and i said quickly i said oh that's a management problem Mm -hmm. so i went to the other one up the road and the the line at the at the cashier went all the way back to the back of the store wow so i went in got my stuff and i said are you the only one working here she goes yeah i am i'm sitting there going well that's not protocol But, okay, she goes, yeah, a lot of people calling off. And I'm sitting there going, must be bad management. Well, see, I got a son in retail that works at another – yeah, he works for um, uh, Uh, – Sheets. Uh, Yeah, Sheets. And good company. Mm -hmm. And he was going, oh, yeah, there's a a staffing problem now, and it's because of the recession. And here's what's going on. Uh, Because of inflation – not the recession, but inflation – people are calling off. They can't afford to go to work. It's not worthwhile for them. Now, if you're full-time and you're going, I still can't do it, Mm -hmm. you call off. Okay. And at some point in time, you know, they let you go. Now, here's the other thing that goes on. The companies all over are saying, well, with inflation, we can't afford to hire anybody new. So now there's a hiring freeze in retail and it's got to go into other businesses across the country. Cannot hire full-time people. Got to hire part-time people, and we got to hire them at a part-time wage. So this 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 uh, chicken is coming home to roost, and it means that these stores are having to shut down because even the bosses are saying, yeah, you're better off just quitting your job and staying home because you can't afford to come to work.
0: It's sad. I mean, think about it. I mean, in, in, Everywhere I go around here, I see signs saying hiring. Now hiring. But there are jobs out there. But what you said is true. They're probably hiring part-time. That's all they're hiring. So, And,
1: and Joe's job thing and his numbers are a lie, because here's the thing. Uh, what they're not telling you, well, the, the employment numbers are up. They're also counting the people that are at home mm-hmm. living off the, the government teeth that is you're employed so if you're getting a benefit for not working
0: guess what that's an employment number to dear old joe so those numbers aren't real i haven't got the figures in front of me but there's a new poll that came out and 52% of the people polled including democrats want biden impeached if they get the opportunity in the, after the fall the elections they want well, him impeached if. Yeah, and that's, that is exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, I just don't trust the elections. Everybody's talking like it's going to be an honest election. And, you know, if you look at what they have to lose, the other side, they can't afford to lose this election. So if you thought it was corrupt last time, you know it's going to be corrupt this time. They have no, they have no choice. They've got to, they can't win it. What are they going to point to that's a success? The border? Nope. The war on drugs? Nope. Fuel costs? Nope. Cost of the, uh, of items in the grocery store? Nope. The economy? Nope. The war in Afghanistan? They're going to point to, no, no. So what are they going to point to? They're going to point to nothing. They're going to have to steal it. And everybody talks, I hear all these intelligent pundits saying, well, if we have a strong midterm election, which it looks like it's going to be, because the red tide is really rising. And I'm thinking, who, who are they kidding? Are they paying attention to the fact that the previous election was really stolen and that uh, they're just going to do the same thing over again because they had no consequences? Why wouldn't they try to do it again?
1: Well, I think if you listen and watch real closely right now, they're already telling you who the winners are going to be. Yeah, that's They've, true. That is a
0: very good point.
1: Yep. Uh, as every story I see and hear, they're, they're talking about how, oh, no, it's going to be a blue wave, and these are the winners, and I'm going like, that's
0: the steal in, in the early stages. Somebody who lives in New York, right? hmm They have violence on the street. So they're afraid to walk down the street. They're afraid to take the subway because people are being attacked and pushed in front of trains and things like that. They're afraid to go out and live a normal life. So, why would they vote for Hochul, the governor, the the meathead who was appointed governor, who acts like she was voted in, who has allowed the crime in the cities to fester and actually to increase? And, uh, why would they want to vote for her again? But you watch bill. I so want to, I want to see Zeldin win in New York. He's a much better man, a much stronger candidate, a much, uh, more law and order person, but he's right. I'm afraid he's not going to win because the cheat machine is just too damn big. And
1: it, it's getting bigger. It's as we sit here and talk.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's sad folks. Nobody in their right mind would want to see crime increase in the streets. I mean, I hear the guy in Pennsylvania, Fetterman, he gave an interview shortly before he had his stroke and in the interview, he was proudly proclaiming the fact that he was going to open up the cells and allow the, the most vile criminals in those prisons to uh, return to the streets because that was one of his primary goals. What moron in their right mind would would want to have more criminals who uh, who do the worst things in society on our streets again? I'll tell you the moron. It's Fetterman. But, but you, why does he want to do that? That's the question. Because he's been hanging around Harvard too long. He you know, he didn't graduate from Harvard undergrad. He went to a, uh, it was like a graduate course, a business school graduate course. And uh, so he could put it on his resume that he went to Harvard. Harvard, Oh, yeah. Harvard, yes. oh he went to Harvard. He wants to see people uh, like killers and uh, muggers and attempt and burglars. He wants to see him back on the street, folks. Drug dealers. How do you? How do you go? I don't. How know, do you justify that? I don't understand how a smart citizen of this state could consider voting for a clown like that, but yet. I turn on a TV and I'll see a picture of the guy uh, mumbling along because he's not the most uh, dynamic speaker now that he's had that stroke, I'll tell you. But there'll be a crowd there. There'll be a bunch of people. Yay! And I'm thinking, what, what are these people thinking? What are they seeing? Do they really think that they're going to get something good from his election to office? I could go go on and on. I don't understand it, Bill. This is where I feel like I'm from a different planet. You know, I think to myself, wait a second. I believe that if you commit the most heinous crimes, you should stay in jail. You know,
1: I believe that too. You know, uh, I, I go a step further. I, you know, I sit there and look at the life productivity of a person and I'm sitting there going, if you're going to be in prison beyond that productivity, why do we even waste our time and money on you? (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I won't, you can, you can take it from there.
0: Uh, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I'm a capital punishment. You know, act. if, if we ever find out that the steel, I mean, I do think we have the proof already, but if, if the, if the country ever wakes up and sees that there was a real steel and if we ever find out the principles behind it, I truly believe that, uh, it's treason, and I believe with treason, uh, capital punishment is just. Mm-hmm. I believe what, you know, in the old days, uh, if you were caught for treason, you were hung. Guys like Benedict Arnold, you know, he ran off, he escaped. When they found out at West Point that he was a traitor, he had just beaten a path from the fort and had escaped through uh, the backwoods and uh, was. He, you know, he made his way to British lines where they they didn't greet him as warmly as he had hoped. But they I mean, they gave him, they had promised him an officership, but uh, he thought they were going to you know, applaud his activity, and they reluctantly made him an, uh, like a general, gave him uh, backwater posts, uh, didn't give him the adulation that he had hoped for. But uh, if he hadn't made it from West Point... If they had gotten him at West Point, they would have hung him. There was no yeah. there, there was no question about, oh, well, you know, it's, it, it's capital punishment. You don't want to kill the guy. Well, you have to consider what treason does, folks. It puts the country, the whole country, in jeopardy. You know, it puts all of our lives in jeopardy. If Joe Biden committed treason with the communist Chinese and helped them to get long-range missiles that could blow our cities to smithereens, You know, that's treason. That's treason. Yeah. But I don't think the elections in November are going to be honest. I think we're going to be running into the same thing we ran into in 2020. And then of course, when the Democrats have these surprise victories, oh, I don't know how that happened. I went to bed at 1030 and the Republican was up by a hundred thousand votes. And then I woke up at six and the the other side won by 200,000 votes.
1: You know, all they need is just a handful of Republicans that believe their diatribe. Of all the things, like, I'm looking at a headline right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, you know that amongst uh, Republicans and independents, Trump has a big base. But yet, the headline 22 hours ago from Newsweek, Trump's support collapse, majority of independents don't want 2024 run. Well, that's a BS story, but, see... But here's what's going on. They have a coordinated effort going on with all the liberal media. Mm -hmm. Here's your headline. Run with it. Now, there's enough conservative media out there, and we got to get on the same page going, you know what? You fight fire with fire. Right. Nobody wants Joe Biden in. You know, recent survey shows that Joe Biden's support is down to 2%. Wow! <laughs> come up with a number, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. give them the same thing. Now that people have got to make a choice, well, what one's real? I don't know. I guess I got to look into this. And when they look, they'll find out that the democratic uh, media is giving you a bunch of horse manure. Yeah. Road apples is what they're saying. Yeah, always look
0: up. to the source, you know, Newsweek, a notorious left-leaning rag. Yeah, I don't even think they print a paper copy anymore. I, I don't know maybe they do. Maybe they make a handful of, uh, of hard copies just to uh, be able to say that they're still publishing. but I, I haven't seen any anywhere recently. But uh, they are definitely a leftist rag. And it wouldn't surprise me at all that they were out uh, carrying water for the other side. Um, but the fact that uh, Trump filled the stadium, you know, is again goes to don't believe your lying eyes. Last weekend, Trump is in Wilkes-Barre, the same town that Biden was in that week, too. And when Biden was there, he couldn't fill a gymnasium. They they got pictures. Go online. Go online, search Joe Biden's speech in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and you'll then go to Images, and you'll see pictures of Joe talking to basically a half-filled, half— uh, interested auditorium. They were they were there because somebody said, you better go there. And, yeah.
1: And you got to realize it was an auditorium that holds a couple hundred people. Yeah. Not a, a stadium that holds tens of thousands
0: of people. Yep. And a parking lot full of even more people than what's inside the yeah. building. You know, Biden couldn't couldn't draw flies. And uh, President Trump, who's not a president, who's basically a civilian right now, he packs the place. He packs, like you said- not a high school gymnasium, but a civic arena, you know, a, yeah. place, a place that fills 10,000 people. But don't believe that because Newsweek says his support is falling. Yeah, right. Uh, don't believe it, folks. And I think they're doing this to depress the vote for November. You're going to see a lot of this, Bill.
1: Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I just wanted to point it out, that uh, and, and I also want to point it out too, there are things to tout for conservative media. Uh, the fact that uh, jobs are going away, not coming. Yeah, yeah, you, see you know, we're hiring, but we're hiring part-time people uh, at wages that you can't sit there and live on, so you're better off staying at home and not working and taking a government check. They cook their
0: numbers. Yeah, they do. Interesting, Uh, former acting attorney general Matt Whitaker on Thursday slammed the man who he succeeded, uh, saying former AG Bill Barr's recent embraces of the Justice Department raid on Donald Trump flew in the face of all the wrongdoing he himself exposed in the discredited Russia collusion case. Listen to this.
2: We're going back to what you were saying about Bill Barr. He was quiet for so long. He he didn't make much of a peep during the Summer of Love, a lot of these riots, and then um, with allegations of election interference and, and fraud. He was quiet for so long, but now he's gotten back in the spotlight. He's speaking out. He's doing these interviews on Fox News. What do you think his motivation is for getting his voice out there even more than he has been in the last two years?
3: Yeah, Bill Barr's not uh, someone that I know very well. We shook hands in February 2019 when he took over the Department of Justice and I left uh, and we had met a couple times before that. Um, You know, remember, I mean, yeah, he was quiet, but he did go with the president out to the church. Um, you know, in front of the White House uh, after it was cleared. And so, I mean, he certainly, um, you know, was able to show some force in that regard. Uh, but, you know, this is a guy who, you know, is a Washington Born Well, no, he was born in New York and, and bred in New York, but he was a Washington, D.C. lawyer uh, that understands how this town works. He understands establishment Republicanism. Um, and I'll just contrast that to myself, who's, you know, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, I was a U.S. attorney in Des Moines, Iowa. You know, and my roots uh, continue to be in uh, my home state of Iowa. And so I'm just not a inside D.C. Beltway type of lawyer. And I think we see two different perspectives. You know, you have the establishment types that that trust these institutions, and then you have folks like me that are very skeptical of these institutions and know um, that there are people inside these institutions that want to get Trump. And, you know, it appears that they'll go to whatever means necessary in order to make that happen.
0: What he was saying is true. I mean, the difference is Matt Whitaker, who was the acting AG for a while before Barr went in, uh, he said he's an Iowa guy. He, you know, that that's where his roots are. That's where he's from. That's he has. He didn't embrace the that Beltway thing. Uh, that that Washington D.C. Uh, right. culture, whatever. But apparently, Barr did. He likes being uh, invited to all the best parties in D.C. And I guess he figured, in order for him to get back into that inner circle, he had to uh, go after his former boss. You know, which uh, I thought was pretty, uh, pretty sad. I, yeah,
1: you know, it's amazing too. He got caught in a lie on the January six committee thing, and yet now he's, um, he's a voice of um, of expertise on Fox.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I'm like going, "Come on!" I, I was surprised for a while. I thought Bill Barr had, as the Spanish friends that I've, cojones, cojones, si, si, senor. I thought he had uh, cojones, and uh, I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. I I think, you know, when the election was stolen, I kept waiting for Barr to do something just. You know, him to say, wait a second, before you approve this, we're going to have an investigation from the Justice Department. I mean, he never did this. He sat back like a bump on a log and did nothing. Now... If he's listening to this and you never know who's listening to a podcast, Bill, you're a major disappointment. <laughs> Mr. Barr, you are a, you are a disappointment. You could have been so much, but yet you folded like a cheap suit. Other things happening uh, in the news today. Uh, Bill Gates. Uh, yes, Bill Our Gates. Our friend, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, a leading cheerleader in the COVID vaccine uh Situation, you know, we're hearing now that people are admitting that the vaccine is not terribly effective. I mean, it might make your your bout of COVID less violent and less, uh, uh, you know, deadly. You know, I mean, that's a big thing, but uh, it doesn't keep you from getting it. Apparently, the vaccine, and we were told it did, but uh, but Bill Gates, nah, he's still out there in the main stage, still promoting the COVID virus. Still saying that vaccines work. Listen to what he said. This is this is from his website. This is a video he put together and posted on his website so the world could see it.
2: The death of a child is a tragedy for the family, for the world. And I was in my 40s before I understood about childhood death. I was stunned to learn that back in 1950 over 20 million children under the age of five would die. By the year 2000, it'd been cut in half. So it was about 9.7 million, about 10% of the children who were born. Since the year 2000, there's been unbelievable progress. We're now down to under 5 million. Of course, we'd like to get that down to be even lower. So what are those deaths? What's going on there? Overwhelmingly, it's infectious diseases, diarrhea, pneumonia, malaria. We can see here that non-communicable, that'd be things like cancer, 14%, injuries, like a car crash, 4%, but infectious disease, 82%. And of course, almost all of this is a preventable disease. It's in poor countries where uh, you simply don't have the same health, nutrition that how uh, the rich world takes for granted. You might ask how have we brought a child to death down and how can we bring it down in the future? Creating new vaccines and making sure that vaccines get out to all the children in the world. We can you know, make sure that you actually have uh, good sanitation, toilets, ability to wash your hands. We need much better tools, much better systems to help kids in that very first week a birth attendant, even monitoring the baby's temperature, having the mother hold the baby to make sure it stays warm. That kind of training and early diagnosis is very important. So the world has made incredible progress in saving children's lives. And I'm confident that we'll see far more children celebrate their fifth birthday in the years ahead.
0: Oh, he tries to make it sound so touchy-feely, but he's still out there pushing his vaccines. Of course.
1: Because he makes money off of it. So it it doesn't matter if it works or it doesn't. He's got to sell the lie.
0: Well, it's sad because there's also evidence out there. Now, we talked about this yesterday, that the vaccine may uh, impede the growth of uh, of males, especially young males. Uh, Their sexuality may be stunted because of of the vaccines they take. Uh, That's a pretty scary thing when you think about it. The, it's the subtle things we don't know about that that may be uh, the, the biggest things to worry about. Well, here's a prediction for
1: you. I'm looking at a story right now that came out yesterday. From San Diego, a teacher defines fascist uh, to being white. So, you know, it seems like the attack on, on people being white, you know, that's racism. But, you know, it's almost to where they just want to... Uh,
0: but do you ever wonder whether they're doing these outrageous things are being said and being thrown out there? It's almost as if they're being thrown out there to upset the the society yeah. and, and to distract you from the real problems that we should be looking at. I mean, I've heard a lot of that stuff, Bill. I've heard a lot. All of a sudden you hear more state statements. It's like that statement we started the show off with where the lady comes out from Carnegie Mellon and says yeah. – She wishes the queen died in excruciating pain. I mean, that's outrageous crap. And it's a distraction though. It's like, what do we care what she thinks? Why should the world care about this nuthead in, uh, in Pittsburgh who's throwing nonsense like that out? We should be caring about the fact that, and this happened to me recently, Bill, we did a grocery order and we couldn't get milk or cream. Mm -hmm. I mean, the store, it's a big store. It's a chain store. Didn't have milk in stock. That's the stuff we should be worrying about. How much did you pay for gas coming back from Boston? You know,
1: I don't even look at uh, the pump price anymore. I just sit there and go throw a hundred bucks in the thing and, uh, you know, uh, or throw one fifty in it because. I don't want to be, I'm already depressed, you know, from it. (laughs) I I just don't need to dot the I's and cross the T's on that. I know it's crazy. They say that now the stories are is that the gas prices are coming down. You know, are we getting into deflation? And I'm sitting there going, well, I haven't really seen them going down. And all the indicators are they're going to go back up, you know, but they're, they're, they're playing with numbers. They're playing with verbiage. And they're trying to disguise the fact that the bottom's going to fall out of this boat and we're going to sink with our dear captain, Joe Biden. Mm.
0: Record number of migrants have died trying to enter the border illegally. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Never mind the fact that we have a record number of people dying from fentanyl overdoses. And by the way, folks, it's important to note here that, Many times people are dying from this accidentally. They're putting, they're making these fentanyl tablets to look like prescription tablets. And if, let's say, a kid's in college and he needs to stay up and study for an exam, and he thinks he's getting a little pep pill, you know, something that he can trust, and uh, he'll look at it and it looks just like it, the one he had last week, and he eats it and he finds out. Well, he doesn't find out. He dies. It's because it's fentanyl. They're yeah. they're disguising the fentanyl. Some of them look like Skittles now, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I don't understand that bill, unless it's specifically being being designed to kill, because it's not well, being designed to give them a high. Well, Joe's got to
1: know about this, because his answer to, uh, you know, the, the border crisis
0: is, Crickets. let's make it easier to get them through. Crickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're losing people dying from overdoses, from illegal drugs coming across the border. And migrants are dying by record numbers trying to get in. They're finding them in the desert in grotesque positions, struggling to get in. And, uh, you know, no migrant gets into this country, by the way, unless they get approval and they paid uh, a fee to one of the cartels down along the border. Yeah. Yeah. They run the border right now. You want to get to America, you got to either pay up front or you got to promise to pay us in time once you're there. Because if you don't pay, yeah, it. and what
1: a, what what's the payback once they're here? That payback could be anything. It could be a hit
0: on somebody. It could be anything. You're you're under their control from the time you agree to do it. Yeah, it's like
1: doing a favor for the mob, but the mob, you know. We vilify them, but they were—they're
0: more friendly than the cartel. We were talking about the uh, COVID situation. I thought this is interesting, Bill. Chinese cities rush to lock down in show of loyalty to leadership. They're locking their cities down again in China. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to say that there's another outbreak.
1: Yes. You know they have another outbreak. It's not big, but they're saying, yeah, they got to shut everything down. So when is that going to come over here? Joe goes, well, we got to lock her down again.
0: I saw a picture of, and it was supposedly taken recently. They took a soccer stadium in China and they filled the the field, the green up with, uh, it looked like, you ever see these uh, pods that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can rent to move your stuff in. They come along, you they drop off a pod, you, yeah. fill, you fill it up, they put it on a truck and take it away. It looked like pods, but on top of the pods were little air conditioning units, and they were the quarantine location for the people who lived in that area. If you were discovered to have tested positive for COVID, you didn't go back to your apartment. They took you down to one of these pods, essentially, and locked you in. shoved you in a box, and that's it. And you were in there until uh, you didn't test positive anymore, or you died, I guess.
1: And see, the sad thing is you know, the tests that they have that are out there. Let's say that you or I came down with symptoms and you go, well, let's go take a test. Yep. You're positive. All right. So you've got to do the, the typical quarantine. And then after it's over, you go, well, let's take another test. You may be over it, but still test positive. And that can go on for something like 90 freaking days. Yeah, Even though you're over it,
0: you know, it, the, the the tests aren't accurate, is what I'm trying to say. And this new medication they came up they came up with the uh, yeah uh, uh, the one that Joe took. They're finding that it cures you, and then you test negative, and then you go back to work, and like a day or two later, you'll test positive again, and Joe you have took to go it, back to quarantine. It. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, Kamala took it. Yeah.
0: But the good news is, ivermectin is back on the scene. They said during the crisis. Take ivermectin; it works. And all these, all these people like uh, Fauci, poo pooed it. Oh no, no, that's uh, horse medication. Now they're saying, well, actually, it does work. We got figures now that say ivermectin is very successful. I think I mentioned uh, the CDC quietly approved the use of ivermectin as a therapeutic for COVID. Uh, over the last couple of weeks,
1: well, they knew beforehand it worked, but they, it, it didn't
0: work with their storyline of what they were doing to the people. Amazing. Uh, these are the people friends who are running our lives right now. Mm-hmm. They are, they are corrupt. The, um, environment, uh, the Dutch agriculture minister has unexpectedly resigned telling reporters He wasn't the right person for the job following a tumultuous summer of protests by farmers over pollution regulations. Henk Staghauer, who uh, held the position for only nine months, announced the decision Monday night. He had just returned from Brussels, where he negotiated an agreement with the European Commission to scrap a Dutch exemption to manure spreading limits. Now, that, that's got to be a way to go out. You, what was the last thing you worked on? I worked on manure spreading limits. Oh, really? Well, that's appropriate. But anyway, yeah. uh, if you're looking for Hank Steghauer, he's not the uh, Dutch agriculture minister anymore. You'll find him at home.
1: Well, at least he's done no longer spreading
0: any. Well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I think maybe the first in a long line of people who are going to be removed in Europe because they're having a lot of uh, major protests. They haven't diminished. Yeah. The media is kind of backed away. Because it, you know, the media is like a child, a small child. You show them mm-hmm. a, a, a shiny toy and they'll grab it and they'll play with it and they'll play with it. And then they'll play with it, and then ah, they're not interested anymore, and they go for another shiny toy over there. In the meantime, you still have the shiny toy he was just playing with over here, but he's lost interest in it because ah, he's played with that before. That's the media. The media is—we still have problems in the Ukraine, big time, big time. I'm talking about Russia still ticked off at us. We still have problems on our border, big time. You know, we still have people who are stuck in Afghanistan that we abandoned over a year ago, thanks to Joe and his his uh, recklessness. You know, I I saw a report which said Joe uh, was told by advisors not to leave the way he left, that we should make a slower, more deliberate remo- uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan. And Joe I- said, nope, I want him out now. I want him out now. He was the culprit. It was him that actually screwed up Afghanistan's withdrawal. The, apparently, his advisor said, do it slower, do it more uh, deliberately, and make sure that we don't lose anybody. And Biden, he just waved his arm and said, no, I want him out uh, right now. And look what we got. Uh, so much to talk about. By the way, this weekend, Bill, is the first weekend of, of uh, uh, football. NFL returns so another major distraction will return to the stage. And it is a distraction. All these things take the public's oh, yeah. attention away from the, the the important things. Of
1: course it does.
0: The, it's amazing. You see where Hollywood actors were among 25 American citizens permanently banned from entering Russia by the Kremlin. The actors, yeah. the actors were, uh, I think I have it here, uh, Ben Stiller. I saw the story. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Penn and Ben Stiller were... Uh, but they, they if they have movies that are supposed to be shot in Moscow, they'll have to have a an understudy or a stand-in do the uh, do the exteriors because they're not allowed in. You know.
1: Oh, well, they'll figure something out for it though.
0: But you know, other things uh, I see where our president and I when I say our president, I'm talking about Donald Trump. Uh, Trump attacks Fox News for pushing Democrat agenda. He's now vowing to help low-rating CNN if it goes conservative. I think he must think that CNN is going to gradually swing towards the right. Wouldn't that be interesting if CNN did a flip-flop? Fox became the, the leftist uh, channel and CNN became the conservative channel?
1: Well, it would be interesting. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's wishful thinking. Unfortunately, I, I, I I think CNN is probably going to try to evolve into a neutral stance, which, you know, that's fine too, if they're neutral, truly neutral, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that it's going to happen because, you know, they've got so, you know, like Trump had in the white house there, there there's so many people that will
0: sit there and try to undermine that. It's the people behind the scenes, right? Right. Yeah. The people in the newsroom, the assignment editors, things like that. Who you never see? They got to replace them too.
1: Yeah, the um, gears that make that clock tick—you got to yeah. replace it
0: all. You got to rebuild the clock. You just can't replace the hands and face. You got to go inside there, like Bill said, and and replace the gears. Rework everything. Uh, it's it's going to be the same old crap all over again. Do you think that the changes they're making right now, these changes, are just superficial to uh, to make it look like to investors they're making a change, or do you think that? there's a, there's a, a deeper change going on at CNN
1: combination because he's got to make money with it. They're not making money. Mm-hmm. So they got to make some changes and some yeah. of it's going to be superficial. Some of it's going to be deep to get, uh, I, I would want to, if I, if it were me, I would want to get all the, the, the deep left people out of there. Mm-hmm. And I would want to try to get it more center positioned. You know, Trump thinking that, uh, it could be a home for him. No. And, uh, maybe a voice uh, where he can sit there and, you know, at least get his message, his message out there. But, you know, he's been so maligned by all the news, even the, even the center news are going to go, they're, they're going to attack him.
0: You know, I hear things on mostly MSNBC that I never thought that I would hear on any network anywhere. And if you, Change the ethnicity around. If you flip-flopped it and they said the same things, you would be talking about uh, white extremism. I I hear on MSNBC commentators uh, say the nastiest nastiest things about white people, and uh, it's not a big deal. They just let it go. it's, It's also white people attacking white people. And I'm starting to wonder... If
1: somewhere down the road, with you know, they're playing with uh, uh, they're they they're playing with genes now, with you know, young kids, oh, we can change your gender at birth. Yeah, we can we can make a, a man a woman, a woman a man, and yeah, and men can have babies now. And uh, yeah, we're God. Well, what's to say is well, white people are the problem. Let's go ahead and change his genetic sequence right now at birth, you know, and we eliminate yeah. white people. Well,
0: uh, man, w- w-
1: I feel that's a far-fetched thing. But I, I you look know, at, for I, all the negativity out there,
0: I look at my life, and most of my road is behind me. But I worry about the world that my grandchildren are going to inherit. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a terrible world right now, unless things get turned around. If less, unless the world that we live in is straightened out by our generation, or the gen, you know, or our children, then. Uh, That's not good. Yeah, we're in trouble. Amazon, you hear about this, Bill? Amazon quietly took all their rooftop solar panels offline after a series of fires and explosions. So, I mean, these are the environmentalists who are saying, got to get up there and and go green. And and so Amazon put these these massive uh, solar panel farms on the roofs of their warehouses and stuff like that. And then some of the warehouses caught fire. So, So, quietly... Not to make a scene, they just unplugged those solar panels and went back on the grid, as you would say. So, gotta wonder why they were blowing up, you know. But uh, I understand
1: there's a problem with birds with solar panels too. Really? Yeah, and I don't know the exact
0: story, but birds are attracted to them, and they they do some bad things to them. So I I may have mentioned this uh, a couple of days ago, but I think it's worth repeating. Nancy Pelosi, you hear about what she wants to do? I think I mentioned this a couple of days ago. She, she wants to be the ambassador of Italy. Yeah. Italy, of Italy. Yeah. Uh, she wants to uh, go to some place that is uh, going to be welcoming to her when she loses the speakership.
1: Well, you know what Elizabeth Warren and Feinstein want to do. What? They've contacted American Express, and they want other credit cards to follow suit. They yeah. want them to start reporting uh, your purchases. Especially if it's things like guns, they want to be able to monitor monitor all your credit card
0: purchases. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I've heard where they want to be able to go in and freeze your accounts. Freeze, well, that would freeze, be the next step. Freeze your bank accounts. That would be well, the next well, step. Well, you know they they just hired eighty seven thousand IRS agents, right? Eighty seven thousand. Yeah. Why? Why did we need eighty seven thousand new? IRS agents. Think about that for a second, folks. Don't just accept it as being, oh, well, they got 87,000. No, no. They're doing this because they want to come after, what, small businesses? Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, nah, maybe. But they want to come after you individually. They want to come after you. I heard somebody- Well,
1: let me ask you a question. How, how safe is your money in the bank? I mean, we're talking credit cards right now. But how safe is your money in the bank? You're not getting any interest on it, and the, the government's so far in debt. And as they look around to see, well, where where's some money
0: we can oh, get I, our I've, hands on? I've thought that many, many times. I mean, at any time, if the government decides they don't like you anymore, can they freeze your own money in your savings? For or can some, they just take some, it out? For some ridiculous excuse? Well, you know, they, I don't think they really need To justify, you know, and when the government comes after you folks, it's the monster against the (laughs) P. I mean, they have everything. They have the lawyers and they have the system which they can manipulate and adjust for their benefit. And you are Mm -hmm. just, you're just the target. You're you're the target. You're the tiny, you're the focus of their attention, which you don't want to be. No, you don't. And, um, uh, no, I, I, they can, they can freeze your accounts. Bill, if you have money in the bank, they don't like what you're doing. They'll figure out a way. Well, to... they,
1: yeah, if they don't like what you're doing, they can figure out a way to take your money. But the, I, I think they can take your money if, you know, look, we're headed for a big crash. The bottom's going to fall out. You know, we talk about the queen dying in, in England, but the simple fact is, is, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, inflation here and everything that's going on. They're in double-digit inflation. There, you know, whatever we got going on here, it's twice as bad there. Uh, their debt is soaring. They have no money.
0: Uh, you know, they have heating problems, Bill. They got uh, this winter time. They're talking about people in England not having the uh, the fuel to heat their homes. Some of them.
1: You're going to see unrest going on there. You've got uh, Greece saying that Turkey is wanting to invade different places, and the European alliance is about to fall apart and threatening war. And I'm sitting there going, we are at a time, and and when you have economic turmoil and collapse, we are ripe for bad things to happen. And if we're so far in debt, don't think it's beyond Joe Biden to sit there and say, do we have, a, do we have access to Jim Harrington's account? He's got a few bucks in there, you know.
0: Let's gather up everybody's money, take it, and we'll doll it out as we see fit. You really don't have an option. People say, well, take the money and bring it home and put it in your house. How safe is that? You know? How safe is they, it to bring your, you, your money into your, into your house?
1: Well, if you go to the bank, let's say you had um, $700,000 in the bank, and you, and you walk, uh, you're going, hey, I, I want to withdraw all my money. Uh, we can't do that right away. We have to get the money. Why do you want to take it? None of your damn business. I want my money. Well, sooner or later, they're going to do it. But every fed in the world is going to be
0: notified. They know where to find you. Bill, if I remember correctly, during the depression, there was a run on the banks and they did just what you're saying. They, the the federal government put a, a freeze on, you know, on the banks, giving their money back to the people. A lot of banks went out of business. you know. Exactly. Uh, so they, they put a freeze on it, and they would do it again. The government has the power to do it. They have the power to keep you from selling your house. Exactly. They can slap a lien on your house or something like that, and you're stuck. You know, we
1: always talk about the best is yet to come. Uh, I would turn that around and say the worst is yet to come. And if you look at all the things that has happened since Biden – Mm -hmm. You know, and you go, well, it can't get any worse than this. No, you're right. It can get far worse than this. Oh, yeah. And the worst is yet to come.
0: Well, all you can do is pray for your country, folks. Pray for your country. Again, our condolences to uh, our listeners in England on the loss of uh, your queen. Yeah. Things to think about over the weekend. Uh, are, Are we headed in the wrong direction? Are the elections going to be fair? Uh, are there going to be any checks and balances maybe this time around? Are we going to have people on our side monitoring the polls? I don't hear any talk about that, but uh, I'd like to see that happen so that uh, the elections are fair. The Justice Department has appealed the decision uh, to, you know, get a, su- a supermaster. If they didn't have anything to hide, why would they worry about? See, that that's my point. If If you have nothing to hide... Yeah, bring
1: it in. Now, they're trying to turn the story around. Some people are saying, well, you know, actually, a
0: supermaster might hurt Trump. How? Yeah, he asked for it, folks. You know, he asked for it. He got what he wanted, a supermaster. You don't ask for something you don't want. Anyway, I guess we've just about done it, Bill. Yeah. Another show in the can. Over the weekend, any plans? Not really. I mean, I'm going to do some things around the house. You go away for a while, and, and you come back, and it does take some adjusting. Well,
1: it does. You know, I, I'm prone to getting every once in a while. It's been a long time, but I get these kidney infections. And, uh, and, and I got it because I sat there and for two days I was, you know, guzzling down the coffee and I, you know, didn't keep, you know, the, the flow of water through my system. And all of a sudden I was going like, oh, I'm going to pay for this. And, you know, about halfway on the ride, I was going, oh, man, I got to get
0: home. And, you know, it, it was a rough night. Those, Feeling better now, but those things I'm happen. tired as hell. Those things happen to old people. Anyway. think for <laughs> yourself. Come hey, on. Listen. hey, listen. Have yourself a great weekend. We'll do this again on Monday, okay, my friend?
1: Unless something big happens, and then we'll do it beforehand.
0: Yes. Just uh, pay attention to our site. Keep checking back every so often. And please spread the word about It's Another Day because it's your Spreading the word that helps us grow into uh, the show that we've become. I mean, we have um, listeners in Russia, England, Germany, France, Canada, Argentina, Brazil. Anyway, um, have a good one, knows. my friend. We could go on and on, but uh, we're starting to sound like we're reading a Rand McNally book. Do you remember Rand McNally? No, but I I remember the uh, Funkin' Wagon, old jar uh, on the porch. Every week, my mother would go to the A.M.P. And, and when she was shopping, she'd pay her forty-nine cents and get the latest volume of the Funk and Wagnalls Encyclopedia. We had several of them in our house. It was really nice. Use that was
1: great- the internet when we were kids. You know, well look it up. Okay, uh, where's the encyclopedia? Exactly. Now you just Google it. But you know, the only thing is, you see, they can't go back and change the words of the stories that were written in Funk and Wagnall. On the internet, they can change it all the time. Well, do you still have your Funkin' Wagnels? Yeah, I got some funk somewhere, but I we're, don't know we, where it
0: we're, is. We're like children, friend. We're incorrigible. I mean, we still like to... We th- you know it's the word Funkin' Wagnels that's making us say Funkin' Wagnels so much. <laughs> <laughs> the Funkin' Wagnel you talking about? Yeah, you get your <laughs> get the Funkin' Wagnels out of here. Hey, listen, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. See ya.